Hey, welcome to Eat, Pray, Vibe, a podcast about the photo community we all know and love. We're delivering a light, high-energy, behind-the-scenes look into the lives of some of your favorite creators. And just a quick banter disclaimer, please don't take this too seriously. We're just vibing over here. After an intro segment, we've aptly coined the banter reel. The pod is broken up into three sections. Eat, where we discuss how creators are putting bread on the table and going about their day-to-day lives. Pray. This is where we talk shop about dreams, life goals, projects, and maybe even photography. Who knows? Vibe. This is about what we're into lately, whether it be creative work, rigs, music, books, you name it. To get to know your hosts, that would be us. Here's a pair of carefully curated LinkedIn bios. Hey, I'm Brian, a Wisconsin transplant based in beautiful San Francisco who takes photos for a living. I'm a campfire connoisseur, Pacifico lover, proud Jeep dad, and most likely to forget my SD card at home. And I'm Zach, a creative also based in San Francisco that develops apps for a living. You'll find me shooting film any chance I get and spending weekends exploring the West Coast in my old Land Cruiser, also known as the Vibe Wagon. My friends call me uncle and I'm still not sure why. All right, now that we've briefed you on ourselves and this podcast, kick your shoes off, grab a beverage of choice, and join us aboard the SS Good Vibes. Sweet. Cello. Hey, hey. What up? I'm taking the pee real quick. Oh, nice. Thanks. <laughs> Fire! Incredible. Oh, boy. Incredible. Yeah, guys. So I've been wondering ever since I got my tattoo in Thailand, what is Eat, Pray, Vibe? <laughs> 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 wow, funny, funny, funny you ask. So I'll let Zach start off on the name of the pod because I was not involved. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a pretty great story, as uh, most of the stories that tell are. Um, <laughs> uh, so it all started with Nate sending me three photos on Instagram. He pretty much looked blacked out to me, getting this. That I was not. I had no. That is not even remotely true. Um, if this is included, I will um, back myself up here with saying that I had, I had one Heineken before, and then I had six Chongs afterwards. All right. So I mean, that for some people that's borderline blackage, but for a god like you, that's, that's not. Breakfast. We're just eating. That's just <laughs> we we just eating. Anyways, it was a photo uh, of Nate getting this massive tattoo of something in Thai, just all over the inside of his bicep. And I said, uh, "Nate, you're eat pray vibing right now." And that's that's where I, th- it started. I think what you had said is that I had gone full. Oh yeah, full vibe. full eat pray. Vibe. I, I think Zach screenshotted that, sent it to me, and went. I think Nate just went full eat pray vibe. Yep. <laughs> and then it. I and then I sent said screenshot to Nate with no context. And <laughs> I think I think he then changed his Instagram bio to eat pray vibe in quotations with Zach as the end yeah. quote. So I had actually yeah, CC'd Zach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I don't think that's up anymore, but maybe it needs to be once this goes live. It should. Huh? It should. I mean, Nate was just pumping the pod. Yeah, that's what it was all about. Yeah, it was just unsolicited marketing, you know. Yes. Yeah. So, um, well, okay, I, I'm we're, glad we're you guys, you, you've answered my question. I'm happy yeah. to hear what it's all about. Um, it's okay. all about 
eating and uh, just doing the damn thing and, and vibing out super hard wherever you're at. Do you have a, uh, a, a cold, a beverage of choice? I got water. We begin? All right. Water is a good beverage. Yeah. I have some, some bean water. Oh. What? Yeah, I'm hitting the bean water as well. Yeah. Oh, coffee. Coffee. <laughs> My God. <laughs> wow. That sounded so unpleasant. You're not woke. Bean what water. Did, what did you think bean water was off script? Well, I actually don't know. Uh, it sounded disgusting at first, so my mind went places. But, like, if, if I were to, like, make a product that was actually bean water, it would be, you know, when you get a can of black beans, there's all that water in it. For sure. Yeah, that'd be bean water. Hmm. That does also sound... Good, good electrolytes, though. Good electric lights for sure. Um, you know, instead of Gatorade, you just drink bean water. It's just salt and black beans. Mmm. Mmm. Salt. Okay. <laughs> Zach, start us off. Hey, welcome to the first episode of Eat, Pray, Vibe. It's Zach here. We got Brian on the line, as well as Nate Peterson, our first guest on the pod. Uh, Nate, how about you introduce yourself? Yeah, so I am uh, Nathan Peterson, born and raised in Montana, have been kind of practicing photography here for about 10 years off and on through high school and then started picking it up a little bit after I graduated college. Um, I bounced around in Montana from where I've been living, um, spent some time in Bozeman and now I'm up in Whitefish, um, which is just right outside of Glacier National Park. It's been a pretty good place to live and be able to recreate and kind of balancing marketing work and photography now for about three years and just trying to push through with that. It's been a lot of fun. Really enjoying it. In Montana. My, uh, my at is Pete Nathanson. Um, much better than the former um, Steezy P <laughs> is what it used, used to be. Um, no reasoning be- I don't no. think I knew him. No, yeah, you, you didn't follow him. Um, he, uh, I, I don't know where he got that, that handle from. But anyways, I, I decided it was time to maybe grow up past the age of 13 and change it to something that didn't look so unprofessional. Um, I was trying to get creative and ended up just like flipping my name around. Um, name's Nathan Peterson. It is now Pete Nathanson. Um, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, and I kind of regret it to this day because everyone that meets me thinks I'm called Pete. Even my girlfriend thought my name was Pete for about two months after meeting me. So then we like started hanging out. Obviously she knew by then. At least that's what she tells me. So um, not entirely sure on that one, but yeah, no, that's the origin of the at. Nathan, um, his Brian, thanks for the introduction. It's good to hear from you. Um, can you give the audience a little bit of information as to how you met us in the first place? Yeah, yeah. So I've been following you on Instagram for quite a while. What, what was it? 20, 2018, I think is when we, Maybe when we first linked up. Well, whatever year it was. Yeah, 17, 18. Been following you and chatting off and on on Instagram about potentially meeting up. And you had uh, hit me up and, and told me you and a crew were coming out to Idaho and maybe Montana over the 4th of July, and I was like, well, I live in Montana. Let's try to link up if we can. Um, we initially had just decided to go <clears throat> on a little backpacking trip in the Sawtooth in Idaho, 
And then I pulled a Maverick move and ended up staying with their group for about a week. Um, on that trip, I met Zach as well. Um, and it was quite the time. Um, just kind of bounced around after the Sawtooth went up to Glacier, spent the 4th of July up there. And um, yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite favorite trips to date. Hikes and um, just vibing out. Some weed sure. whacking. Some weed whacking and a lot of trail, weed and trail carving in, in Idaho. There's a lot of that. I but think then, back to our first 24 hours spent together, and a lot of emotions arise. Yeah, it was pretty awful. I, I don't know how we lived through that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. We uh, set out on some hike that we thought was going to be pretty epic. Which in, I mean, in hindsight, it was at the end, but sure. um, couldn't find the right trail. Jake sprained his ankle. We missed sunset. Got eaten alive by bugs. You know, it was a perfect, perfect evening. I think um, I think that was supposed to be a two and a half hour hike, and it ended up being six because that's correct. Trail. Yep. Yeah. I, I remember finally getting to that Alpine Lake, setting up a tent, and just going to sleep. Like, didn't even care that I was there. I was just done. Like, ready, ready <laughs> yeah, to end we were, the day. We were all pretty, pretty upset. I think at that point in time. Yeah. But you also had you also had the spiciest haircut ever. <laughs> yeah it was aggressive it was super aggressive it was a a skin fade without the fade <laughs> um and then just like i don't even know like six inches of hair on top it was like i think the best uh analogy would be like what a pineapple looks like <clears throat> so i pulled up with that haircut making good first impressions but yeah, we, we, we uh yeah spent you. spent a week together through Idaho and Montana, and then I ended up uh, meeting back up with you in France that late that summer, I guess early fall in the Alps. So yeah, that was sick. So we know how you met us. Um, also, just sidebar: we don't plan on um, podcasting just our friends. This is uh, this is an all inclusive podcast, but we just so happened to invite Nate to our first one because he's a familiar face. Just so everyone's aware, Nate is a part of the intro. Introducing yourself, we would also like to know what your spirit animal is. Spirit animal. Yep. This one's pretty easy. Um, mountain goat. Okay. Go on. <laughs> oh, man. I have, to, I have to explain myself. And why. Uh, yeah, this is, this is very telltale of who you are. So we, we would like to understand this a little bit deeper. Yeah, no, I think mountain goats are super, super sick. They definitely keep to themselves, kind of. <laughs> Transitive out. property. Mountain goats are sick. Therefore, I am. <laughs> therefore, I am sick. Uh, no, they they keep to themselves and they're honestly just always doing rad shit. They're, you know, they're, I guess not totally keeping to themselves, but in small, small groups and they're always chilling, eating. And the transitive property gas up is at an all time high right now. Hey, I was never told that this was going to be a transitive property type of thing. <laughs> Go on, I was that. told spirit animal. <laughs> um, yeah. So no, I, I, I really just like every time I run into a mountain goat, um, like in Glacier National Park, for instance, they're, I don't know, I'm always taken, taken back. It's just such a, such a neat animal. Um, Man, I just feel so connected. I just, yeah. You know, I, I really see myself in those mountains. <laughs> uh, no, I, I really just, a few of my, like, best moments, I think, in the park have been, like, hanging out around mountain goats. And the homies. I, they're homies, for sure. 
So that that's probably got to be it for me. I I don't really feel like a cool connection with any other wild animal. Is that where you got the uh, idea for your haircut from? From from mountain goats? <laughs> from no, absolutely not. <laughs> um, I got that, like I said, from a pineapple. <laughs> I was inspired by the dually sourced inspiration. Yeah, maybe a maybe a hybrid. Yeah, yeah. like a so yeah, mount, mountain goat. Is my mountain answer. goat goatee pineapple head i cannot grow any facial hair a profound realization we we love that for you nathan um thank you so we got we got um i got another question for you what is your preferred cheap adult beverage cheap um like you're you're just like dusty go-to beer if you're pulling up to you know like a mavericks or whatever yeah okay so if i'm pulling up to maverick adventures first stop um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, shout out Steve Strell um, for turning me on to Maverick um, gas stations. I, I honestly stores. very turned on to Mavs after I pulled up there. On I, the way I can't Hotel. describe like if if you've stayed in like a nice hotel like resort at one point in your life, compare that to like a Super Eight, which you've also stayed in because we all have, and we have those contrasts. That is what like the next gas station is like to a Maverick. Um, I I can't even describe it. It's like walking into the Royal Palace. Like every time I yeah, step Maverick, Maverick, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to sponsor the the pod. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maverick. I don't think they they gotta they gotta pay for this Royal gas up they're receiving. So why don't you just yeah? Don't you I think we can there? we can just bleep out the the Maverick thing too, right? We'll just yeah yeah yeah. Stuff. Actually, we'll just we'll just pay we'll just. All that right, too. Right. We'll put a paywall up, and you can't listen to the rest of this pod until you go to Mavericks. How about that? Yeah, yeah. but then Maverick also has to pay that's, us. That's also true. Right? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. So there's a few things we have to do. But anyway, <laughs> so I roll up to this Maverick, right? And um, just thirsty, need a beer. Not going to drink it while I'm driving, obviously. Um, but hmm. I think I think my my first my go to is probably got to be Pacifico, on the. Uh, the cheap-ish scale. God I'm not. Flat. I'm not huge on. I'll drink a Coors Light, um, but not huge on on light beers. But yeah, I, I think Pacifico has got to be my go-to. I'm not looking for anything crazy. If I'm in the mood for a craft beer, I'll go IPAs or something. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, as as far as just an easy drinking beer, it's got to be Pacifico for me. Excellent, excellent answer. Um, if you know me, you know that's mine. And Shot. that's oh. that is literally why I I drink Pacifico is because you told me that it was way better than Corona, and then I found out that it was. So also, Nathan, what do you what do you drive in these days if you have a vehicle? If you don't mind telling us, I'm driving a 2007 Toyota Sequoia, back seats ripped out, full mattress in the back. So things a rig. I've had it for a couple of years now, and put somewhere over fifty thousand miles on it. So what did you get it at? I got it at I think 190. Or 195, and now it's up to 250. Ooh, yeah, miles per gallon. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna just, just doing some quick math. Uh, uh, <laughs> 15. 15. 15's not bad. Yeah, yeah, this this was just our this was just our back back end way into configuring your gas bill for the last couple of years. Yeah, you've got an Excel spreadsheet running yeah. right now, don't you, listeners? If you if you want to do some quick maths, go ahead and see how much uh, debt our friend Nathan is racked up, but Hey, I mean, if you live in California, it's obviously going to be more expensive. So you have to take an account for 
how cheap gas is in Montana. Montucky like, gas kind of hits different. You're right. It's it's a dollar seventy right now. Are you kidding me? Oh no! It's like three bucks here, and I think that's cheap. It's li- yeah. It's seriously dollar seventy. Zach, we're getting price gouged. Living we in really the are. It's insane. Gosh, the things I yeah. do for so that's that. vibes. I'll tell you. <laughs> we're also living in an apocalyptic situation here, so that's the reason gas is a dollar seventy in Montana. It's usually like summer. It's mid twos, high twos, but. Yeah, I've yeah. spent a lot. I've spent a lot of money on gas. There are homies in the Midwest paying a buck right now, but that's so crazy. Literally yeah, unheard of times. Yeah. Speaking of uh, unprecedented times, um, Nathan, what would you say your guilty quarantine pleasure would be these days? It's really not guilty anymore. I've been doing it now for like three weeks, and I've just accepted the fact that I'm a complete gamer. Um, <laughs> I've been playing way too much Xbox. I'm like turning my brain to mush. I think like you're you're in it in it. I'm past the point of no return for sure. <laughs> so like basically, what's happening is I'll be playing Xbox till two in the morning. I'll look at like my friends list to see who's online, and the only other person is Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Always, <laughs> guaranteed. Oh man. Well, keep in mind, I also have like a. A fat squad of friends that are on that late too. I, I don't think I've played Call of Duty by myself yet. I haven't got down to that level. Disclaimer, Nate is not a lonely boy. I'm not a lonely boy. Good. I'm just a sad boy. <laughs> You're 24. <laughs> you can't be a sad boy. 25. 25. <laughs> I saw that meme on it. Or not meme, but I saw that tweet yesterday. Uh, I'm I laughed so hard. You love that. Now, Nate... We understand that these are under unprecedented times. You're spending a lot of time gaming, a lot of screen time these days. However, in another life, not too far long ago, you were in, you were actually working. Uh-huh. Congratulations on the work. <laughs> um, we want to know during that time, what was your favorite email sign off? Oh, very important. Very important to the boys over here. I am passionate about email sign offs. I'm glad you asked me. Um, favorite in terms of like getting work done favorite, like what's going to be the most successful or like, what's my favorite favorite? We're just talking in general. What's your go-to when you're signing off an email? It's gotta be thanks. Thanks. Thank uh, Are we thanks. talking thanks, comma, thanks, comma. Yeah. Point, I'm not throwing thanks with an exclamation is almost sarcastic. Thirsty. Um, thirsty and sarcastic. So I'm going thanks, comma. It's okay. It's quick. It's concise to the point. Um, it's going to get you where you want to go. I think best and cheers are a little too aggressive. Do you ever um, mix it up? So I, like if uh, you're, you're on a long email thread with a, a, a vendor, yep. are you going to throw in a cheers on a Friday evening? Yeah, if it's Friday for sure. Yeah, Friday beers. A vendor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'll throw in the cheers on, on a Friday. Nice. I'm feeling it. How do you feel about... But with the, with the underlying tone of cracking a cold one. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe I, I might even attach like a little uh, MP4 at the end of it with the uh, noise, cool. you know. Is Cheers Friday only? Uh, I'd like to say it is. Yeah, I think it wow. has to be. I have. I really haven't thought of it that way before, but yeah, I I think that's that's a rule to live is it, by. Is for it sure. like a Friday at nine a.m. thing? Is that okay? No, nope, oh, okay, absolutely so, not. Staring this down. I think it has to be. It has to be okay. afternoon. So for sure. What about what about Thursday? That's kind of the mm. the Friday. Oh, little Friday Junior. 
is yeah. is that where you switch from uh commas to exclamation marks no i i honestly i think exclamation marks can be uh misinterpreted i think you should stay away from those yeah i i can't say i'm a huge fan of exclamation parts exclamation <laughs> exclamation parts <laughs> marks in uh emails not not for me big dog yeah no i agree in comma we trust and bless absolutely on Dude, god this just this just <laughs> takes me back to those yeah. uh those conversations we used to have on linkedin where we could just mess around with the autocomplete oh the, the quick, quick reply the quick like replies. uh i would click cheers and then it would tell you to reply with like best wishes and then and then all of a sudden it would be like I'm fine. How are you? Are you okay? Do you need help? <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that stuff's ridiculous. Yeah. LinkedIn programming kind of pioneered our sarcastic business jargon in a yep. way. Absolutely. So we can thank LinkedIn for that. Yeah. Shout keeping out, you, shout out LinkedIn. Keeping sponsor, you linked. Sponsor the podcast. Ad. Please. Yeah. We need a sponsor. We yeah. keep it really professional and tidied up around here. Yeah. I think that's, a, that's an easy we, sell. We need a sponsor yeah. to keep the commas um, in the right place. <laughs> yeah yeah we're gonna move on from this uh topic here and Nathan, we want to know what is your preferred photo weapon of choice what is your go-to equipment you got these days yeah i use a weaponry, canon will. oh weaponry wow hitting me with the fancy jargon um i use the canon 60 primarily and by primarily i mean 99.9 percent .9 of the time a couple canon lenses and then a trusty Sigma Prime that I use for pretty much all landscapes. And then on the side, I've shot only a few rolls of film, but I have an old um, Canon Rebel G film camera. And that's, I mean, it's, it's super basic. Like, I think you can get it on eBay for 30 bucks or something, but it's my dad's old film camera, excuse me. Um, but yeah, I've just been on Canon the entire time and loving it. I've been with this 60 now for, I want to say four or five years and I'm definitely looking to upgrade in the, in the next year or so. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty old camera at this point. I think Brian yeah. used to have one and of those. It's, it was refurbished. So it has a crazy shutter count and I've got sensor spots on there that I just cannot get rid of. So, <laughs> I mean, that, that um, is your own fault though. Like I remember the first time I met you and I remember looking at your, your photo gear and you had just thrown all of your lenses in a backpack with no like lens caps, oh, yeah. nothing covering them at all. Just, oh yeah. Like, and we're like in the back country, everything's dirty. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. I'm a you... savage with it for sure. <laughs> you know, the vibration. Yeah. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Um, we're moving on, Nathan, to a segment we call 50-50, where we list off five different options of two that we want you to select. And then at the end, we kind of give you a, a, a vibe score, if you will. Oh, a vibe no. check. <laughs> so my vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're trying to figure out if your vibes are not. So <laughs> if, if, if they're hitting, if they're delivering, we, we got to make sure we hit our vibe quota for the day. So... Our first here is tacos or taquitos. Ooh, tacos, easy. Okay. Uh, chacos or tevas? Chacos, easy. Uh, lanyard or carabiner for your keys? Carabiner. Okay. Ketchup or mustard if you had to pick one for the rest of your life? Ketchup. Bang energy 
or McDick's coffee. McDonald's coffee for all this. <laughs> oh, no. Are, are we talking like health benefits here or like most bang for your buck, bang energy, TM, ad sponsored? I Honestly, if you had to pick one for the rest of your life, just caffeine wise, just enjoyment wise. Oh, uh, <laughs> I got to say, like, I've had a couple bangs before and I've never felt so much so close to death. Like I, I was staring death in the face. So thinking in terms of your long-term health here, you're, it seems like you're leaning the direction of McDick's coffee. Yeah, black coffee from McDick's okay. for sure. Well, Nathan, we're, we're happy to tell you that you, you know, the vibes were hitting. You, All right. You got, you got more than – you got three or greater, which is, which is an excellent score. Three passing or score. So as long as you pass, you don't, it doesn't really matter what you got wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll live in peace knowing that I, my vibes were hitting. I mean, it, it just really came down to that last question. I'm I'm really glad you said McDick. That's that's why we spent a considerable amount of time. On yeah, it. yeah. We wanted to, we I, wanted to make we we're we we're baby feeding you a vibe pass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, all right. So moving on now to the the first official section of this podcast. Eat. Uh, so Nathan, we're going to be asking you questions about. How are you making money? How are you putting bread on the table? Yeah, absolutely. So off and on, I guess now for the last three years, I've been in a marketing role full-time. I'm not currently full-time employed. But then on the side, I'm kind of balancing some, I guess, freelance photography, making a little bit of money there. So my primary primary bread winner is marketing. Been able to uh, supply me with with enough income to be juggling this traveling photo thing on the side and getting and a vehicle time. that gets Provide twelve me. miles to the gallon. Oh, 15, exactly. 15. That's that's the biggest one. Fifteen. God, <laughs> I I'm sorry to belittle the Sequoia. That My rig gets twelve. That, that is <laughs> got to be confused with also incredibly low fuel efficiency rig. Shout out Toyota. Getting you places. Sponsor but, podcast. So yeah, that's that's the uh, the primary um, source of income would just be a a real sit down, you know, big boy desk job that I completely hated. I've been kind of just cruising on savings now for a few months, and probably looking to get back into um, works in the next few months, but also looking at grad school potentially. Ooh. Oh, so damn. we'll see. We'll see. So lots to unpack there. Lots yeah. to unpack. Yes, absolutely. So first question is looking to get back into the, the corporate world or uh, because you're out of money? Um, I'm not out of money. That's the good part. But I do miss, I, I miss a steady income for sure. And I miss having benefits like 401k and paid time off and health insurance covered and, you know, all of the fun, fun adult oh, stuff. So you sound so... super adult right now. <laughs> guy, guy sounds 25. <laughs> I'm getting old. Age. I'm over the hill. So I could see myself getting back into the corporate life. I, I guess I can't really set a timeline if grad school is on the table, but I could see myself going there for sure. So what would you uh, be going back for? Um, back to school yeah. uh, for an MBA. A master's in uh, business administration. I was trying to come up with something funny, but I, I bumbled that bag. Master's, <laughs> of... master's of bag administration. There we go. Well, we'll give you a badge for trying. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Zach, Zach, you'll get them next time. I just, I just want to let you know you will. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I feel like this will follow Maybe. me to my grave. If I'm being completely honest, 
<laughs> like most like things. Most things. <laughs> Nathan, I, I wanted to ask just kind of a follow-up question on, you know, your day-to-day life, what you're, you know, why you like full-time work. But I wanted to know if you're like, do you appreciate the full-time, like the structure of a full-time job as well? Or do you, do you like kind of living a more freelance type of life with some uncertainty? Yeah, I've, I've definitely appreciated having structure. I've bounced between the two in the last couple, I guess last year or so. And I just get crazy anxiety with the, the unstructured and uncertainty of, I guess, freelance in a sense. But if I could find a balance between the two, that'd be amazing. So we'll see. I'm going to see, you know, how things develop in the next year. And obviously we're not in a good place right now and in the marketing realm, especially to be getting good full-time jobs. We'll see how things pan out. But yeah, looking grim for us marketing and creative folk. Very grim. Go for your boy and um, Nathan here. I honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't pour that out. That's precious. I don't know if you can afford <laughs> that's another like, that's case. Like $1. fifty a can. Yeah. <laughs> not, not in this goddamn economy. That that doesn't come that's easy. Like a, that's like a tank of gas in Montana. Yeah, yeah. really. It, it just hit me now that pouring one out is is a economically more so irresponsible behavior than oh, very irresponsible. Yeah, do not. Do, everyone listening, you know. Just don't pour one out for now. For now. Yeah. Well, you can pour one out later. You can pour out 10 in a year, but just don't yeah. just keep a tally. Don't we'll, pour them we'll out. We'll have to have Save you tally, tally for now. Yeah, we'll have you back on when it's safe to pour one out. We can just, yeah, just do a group yeah, pour out yeah, yeah. session. Uh, cool. Cool. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 that, the, the segue guy. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. What is happening? I I'm laughing. Uh so so Nate, uh, you spent a period of time the last couple of months in a fuck you, Brian. <laughs> Drink more bean water. Uh, I'm out. I have to make more. Um, do we have to pause for you? No, it's it's fine. I got this. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. Please no pauses. I, I, could use, I could use some regular water though. I'm quite parched. Okay. So Nate, you, every time I start talking, one of you starts laughing. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm sensing a trend uh, there. All right. So Nate, you spent some time this year in a full-time creator role. What did you get up to? Yeah. Yeah. My last job was with a sports retail, outdoor retail type company up in the Flathead Valley. Yeah, like you said, it was a full-time creator role. It was a little bit of everything. It was a little bit of graphics. It was a little bit of photography, a little bit of social media, um, email marketing, web marketing, all sorts of really actually quite cool things mixed in. The job was pretty fun. It just was really slow and there wasn't a whole lot of room to grow there. I kind of saw an opportunity to get out and I did. But being in that role definitely opened me up, opened my eyes up to kind of a new passage maybe for the future of where I want to be. It was really a lot of fun and it was cool to be able to kind of utilize photography in a full-time, you know, corporate job. That was pretty neat. For sure. Yeah, you made some awesome stuff for them. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Got to work with some really cool brands and it was really neat. Opened my eyes for sure. Wasn't the, uh, the office above their retail store? Yeah, that's correct. Like, um, and it was kind of like a prison. <laughs> so that was super, super not cool. 
that also contributed to uh, me eventually just quitting. I was kind of in like a little jail cell with a tiny little window that looked out at the radiator on the ceiling or on the roof. Oh, nice. <clears throat> so, yeah, not fun. Not fun at all. Um, Absolutely. So is it safe to say you like where you're at right now despite getting just nuked on by COVID? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm super happy with the way things have played out for me in the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, it's been super fun. Yeah. Uh, just having the flexibility to, well, at least at my two jobs ago, having the flexibility to work remotely and, you know, take take a few days and work from coffee shops in Seattle and then um, have the full weekend to go do stuff. Um, that's That's been amazing. Getting back to that balance would be pretty awesome. Totally. That's where I'd like to be. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm trying to set myself up for like a lot of long-term success and that's not to, that doesn't say that that doesn't exist in just photography because it does. Um, it's just not as mm-hmm. common. Yeah. I mean, it'd be it'd like so, own a home someday. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, like do, do crazy cool shit when I'm 60 years old and have a retirement fund or, um, you know, things like that. I think long-term success is super important to look, look into or, um, look forward to. I started out pretty strong with that um, after college, but it's kind of died <laughs> off. I, I was, I was, Dude, I was investing. Same, same trajectory. Yeah, I went yeah. to a business school in Minnesota and did like the four year deal, and I was so driven on like setting up this like amazing you know career with a lot of longevity, and I di- I dialed it back definitely in like the past couple of years, but I also being very conscious, like you said, of building out a like a long-term plan and having some goals and stuff like that, that aren't too unrealistic per se. For sure. Yeah. And I, that can all, like I said, that can all be achieved with just photography, just videography, mm-hmm. like just your yeah, feelings. Nobody's right. Um, it's right just important. To, it's just really, yeah. It's just really important to be smart with money and, um, you know, set up an IRA, set up a 401k, yeah. um, you know, it's things like that. So um, that's, that's ultimately where like, where I want to get back to because this last year hasn't been, um, super. I haven't been investing. That's good because you know, everyone's 401ks got dunked on anyway. So it's oh yeah, they're all they're <laughs> yeah. all trash. Yeah. So so basically, yeah. what what we're trying Let's to go. round up here is go broke chasing your dream. Don't invest in a 401k. <laughs> just bartend and maybe you know take the odd photo job that pays fifty dollars a gig and just if you can break even, you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot photos for products. Um, no, but <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? Pay for the product, you know, get, get that discount and send them content <laughs> and watch your career blossom yeah. from the roots. I, I guess the, the TLDR of that entire uh, spiel though, is just that, um, I, I definitely ultimately my, my end goal in, in this journey, I guess, of mine is to find a balance between marketing. So I really do enjoy it. Um, I, I would love to be in a workplace um, similar to, you know, the, the whole beer on tap, ping pong in the office. It's really fun. It is. It's a good time. Bro, it's, not bad bad. At all. Yeah. it's not bad at all. Yeah. Um, trying to find a balance again, but a better balance of where I started between photography and that. Um, that's, that's where I want to be. So yeah, that's kind of, Kind of what I'm working towards now and just trying to figure some things out while we're all totally, dude. on yeah. lockdown. We stand long-term goal king out here in these streets. So thank you, Nathan, for giving us your spiel. You even went as far as going to the prey section. So um, my yes, slice dog. and dice some <laughs> content here. But um, <laughs> yeah, moving on, 
is there a time and this is this is we're still in the eating category here just so everyone's clear um a time that you may have fumbled a bag we're talking Ooh. we're talking a not so spicy Fumble. email that didn't seal what, the deal what? um maybe a phone call you just kind of dropped the ball on anything in recent memory that you think may have led to fumbling what? a bag we're talking or two cheers on the first email <laughs> 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 oh, oh, yeah. See, I, I probably made that mistake and like just didn't even notice it. Yeah, I, I, I feel like emails off the start, probably some people would write you off um, just the way emails are worded. Um, although I did in recent memory, I do have I think I just have one. Um, I, I haven't been super aggressive in chasing bags, I guess, just in photo recently. But recent memory, I'm not going to name the company. Or we, you know, we could do the yeah, yeah. thing again. Just, just hit, the, just hit the name and we'll, we'll tail on up. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. Drop I'm not the, gonna hit the name. Drop the nuke already, um, dog. We're just gonna boot it. <laughs> no, no. Actually, if you guys can, are, if you have confidence, we are in bleeping. bleeping ability. We, we stand. We oh, stand by our our um our promise here. Uh, Brian's talking about bleep. his ass. <laughs> okay, so. This company led me on for about three months with this like long-term um, relationship partnership deal that we were going to, that we were working towards. And it boiled down to like a few setup phone calls that we were going to talk and get serious about this trip that, that I was taking to New Zealand and Thailand. And we we're going to do all this cool stuff with photo and have some, some really cool storylines. Um, really, really would have been sweet in New Zealand, especially because they're a um, outdoor company. And, so it was getting down to the wire. Um, it was like around Christmas time. We're on the, we're on the five Christmas yard line, or where are we at? We're on the five yard line. They, she, she had asked me model sizes. Um, she had asked me all sorts of things, um, like height, all of this stuff. Anyways, she drops the ball on me. Um, sets up a call. I think she said, I don't, let's just say 12 p.m. on Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve. Like, I'm like, I'm at home, um, but spending time with my family, obviously. And she ended up blowing me off twice that day. Um, so I shelled out like four hours of time waiting for the phone to ring on Christmas Eve. Heard nothing. Hit her back about a week later. I said, like, hey, I noticed we like weren't able to connect. You know, I was doing the whole bullshit thing. Like, I know you blew me off, but actually... Can we try this again? You know, I was respectable about it. And she was like, yeah, let's get on the phone this afternoon. So it happened again. She blew me off. And then I just hit her with the, hey, um, I need to move on from this. This is not worth my time. Um, it was, in, it was, it would have been a huge, a huge long-term project too. But I was at that point just so furious and just so over it that I had been completely stood up probably 10 times wow. by the same you girl. hit the you literally hit um, the rage quit it, qb spike on the five <laughs> yeah yeah i did i was no you guys watched the super yep. bowl i think super bowl 48 seahawks patriots um i was russell wilson <laughs> throwing on second and goal um i had marshawn lynch like right behind me but instead i was like nah i want the mvp so i'm just gonna i'm gonna throw it Completely, you know, completely screwed okay. the game over. So we've got um, Nathan Dignity, full Dignity Peterson. I mean, that's, that's respectable. Yep, that's me. like clearly you were getting jerked around. It was like a total strip tease for two months, something like that. I think that was it. Um, I, I, if I had stuck with it for like another couple of weeks, I think we would have finally gotten somewhere. But I was actually just pissed off at that point, and you just hit the self sabotage. Yeah, I exactly full-on self-savvy 
Yeah. I so, mean, that happens sometimes. I, you know, uh, I don't know if it does, but I did it. So I, I was just trying to make you feel better. <laughs> Thank you. Moving on. Moving on. To contrast that, what has been your favorite photo job you've taken to the state? Oh, man. I. Oh, man. Like all, all 50 of all, them. You know, I've, I've just been so swamped. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I've, to, to completely tell the truth, I haven't had a whole lot of like real photo jobs. Um, I've made some money. Um, I made a decent amount of money off of prints. Um, nice. and then I've had a few small photo jobs. Um, none of them have been like my favorite, favorite job ever, but most recently, hey, can we, can we get a pause and get a, get a hot number on the print money you've earned and just bleep also that a plug I, to the print shop link in bio. I, okay. Yeah. Well, link, link in, link in the goddamn bio. You guys cannot. You cannot bleep, so I'm not gonna say a number. <laughs> um, we might be able to bleep. I don't. I I'm I'm super happy that you're going to have to include the Maverick app, <laughs> um, but I actually I don't have a good enough number for you, anyways, off of print money. Um, but it's been it's been a decent amount. I'm really happy with it. Um, I've done okay. So you're just gonna flex on us like that, and then just be like, oh, I don't really know. I don't know. I I couldn't give you like an actual like an an accurate ballpark number. But, well, anyway, actually, how about this? How about a ballpark of the number of prints you sold? Because you did a bunch of promotions. I remember, like, late last year, you were, like, you would throw out, like, five photos, and then every week have a different five people could buy. I bought some. Yeah, yeah. I got them hanging up. They're pretty sick. Yeah, so I've done a few flash sales um, through Twitter and Instagram. But I call them flash sales, but it's not really, like, a flash sale. It's just um, a sale. It's, it was... <laughs> It was just a you're, you're you're literally just like selling prints, deceiving people. I'm like, hey, here's some prints at a pretty low rate. If you want to buy them, you can buy them. Um, so I guess that's probably by definition a flash sale. Marketing, <laughs> marketing one on one. I'm glad I graduated from Pete Nathan's. <laughs> you did. For this. You took the one Great the degree. one class that they have to offer. Similar cum laude over here. <laughs> no, I think we come. I think I think the, the amount of prints. <laughs> Jesus. Go home. <laughs> the amount of the amount of prints out there um, that people have of mine, probably somewhere over in the three hundred range. Nice, dude. That's a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a hot number. So that's I'm I'm really hey, on that. from the bottom of my from the bottom of my really small heart. Congratulations. Thank you. That means a lot from your small, tiny, crippled heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Damn. laughs> <laughs> um so back to the back to the photo jobs um again like i haven't had a whole Ooh, who's outside hold on i'm hearing some wind yeah i'm not i'm definitely Ryan, not what are you doing oh it's me i was, I was oh my god I'm, I've been sounds like a wind tunnel all day. <laughs> you're literally Get some oh, man. shelter in place <laughs> okay i'm sheltered in place now thank I'm you i'm so glad you're safe so yeah I haven't, I haven't had a ton of other jobs, but of the ones that I have had, most favorite, I guess, would have to be my most recent, which was with um, Four Seasons Resort in Thailand. Uh, a flex. <laughs> yeah, it was just a small company. It was a big flex. I don't know how I got the job. Um, I think it largely had to do with the uh, lack of tourists because of coronavirus. <laughs> Um, I got the email, I got emailed back like super late. Like it was a, a week before we got to Chiang Mai and they were like, 
hey, are you still available for this? We ended up getting to spend um, two nights in this insane terrace, like hotel, not hotel, it was hardly even a hotel, um, and just got to do all of these really neat activities and just document our stay there and the activities that we did. And the, the hospitality in itself was so worth it. Um, that was just an amazing experience across the board. And I think it hopefully will pay dividends um, in the future with like hospitality gigs, I guess. Hopefully I can, I can um, flex that muscle and try to get some, some more projects in that. Totally. So how did, it was how did you go about reaching out to Four Seasons in the first place? So a buddy of mine, he told me that he reached out to them. He got a job with them in China huh. a while back and told me that there's an influencer fill out on their website. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to just give this a shot. Why not, why not influence with my, with my squad? Yeah, why not? Why not pull up an influence? <laughs> so I just filled out the form on their website and kind of hoped for the best and ended up getting it. And it was super cool. That was actually a highlight, one of the highlights of my trip, too. Overall, it was pretty yeah, fun. Yeah, the, the photos you sent me look pretty sick, especially, uh, what were you doing, Muay Thai? Yeah, yeah, Muay Thai. They had a like licensed trainer that works there. And he uh, trained us on Muay Thai. Yeah, man. So you were like in fun. the middle of a rice paddy, like on this like bamboo walkway, looking like straight yeah. out of like Karate Kid with like a headband. Your hair's like going everywhere. You're like kicking, kicking yeah. the shit out of this guy. Yeah, Alani, you literally got my girlfriend rocked that. Photos of your of your girl in like samurai <laughs> gear in a rice paddy. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not acting like that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Nathan, we love, we love, we that, love that for you. Thank you so much. Here at EPV, we're all about giving back to our creators. So at this time, we'd love to <laughs> give a plug out for our Patreon. All funds will go towards Pete's, uh, you know, his gas station fund for the next month. So he can keep buying all those oh. McDick's Cavefis. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> did i just go, go there? on did you, did you did you talk to the board about this yet? the board you are the board <laughs> and if, i don't know if you're clear yet but we have a board of investors that we have to report to with our our number of listeners after each episode mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah we gotta we gotta keep it dialed nate we know what you've been eating honestly it's a pretty good snack let's get on to what you've been praying the healthy healthy it's a real healthy diet. you know you've got your hidden valley ranch in there but what is your ideal like five, 10 year projection and not just like career? Like, what are you, what are you shooting towards? Where do you see yourself? To be clear, this yes. is now the prey section. Okay. Yeah, praying. yeah. I guess I'm, I'm praying for in the next five, 10 years, definitely more financial stability and, and more freedom. This is like the most blanket statement <laughs> ever, but more freedom in my, my ability to travel and experience more of the world. Kind of what I touched on before was, again, finding the balance between photography and probably marketing. 10 years from now, I'd, I'd like to find myself in some sort of all size fits one marketing agency that maybe I can be out in the field shooting, but also be in the office doing, you know, like marketing campaigns. I, I'm not entirely sure what it's going to consist of, but I... I think financial stability and a freedom to be doing what I want when I'm not working. Yeah. yeah, a healthy a healthy balance of sending emails with thanks dash or thanks comment at the end, but also snap mm-hmm. sweet pics. Yeah, and then maybe the occasional email that finishes yeah. with the cheers. Cheers, whimsical um, Pete. So yeah, five, ten years, I really think. Um, just trying to continue this, this path that I'm on right now, it's 
it's been a really fun ride. You thinking small town or big city? I'm I'm thinking I'm liking where I'm at in Montana. Ooh. So that sounds very like small. small town for a while, I remember you were talking about a Seattle move. Yeah, that was in the cards for a long time. I just think if I can make things happen with, with photo on the side or as a, as a full-time thing and, and remain in Montana, there's no reason to leave. Yeah. Um, Cause there's actually a, the tech trickle down, especially in Bozeman, which is, I think is where I'm going to end up moving back to the tech trickle down is for real. And there's a lot of really high paying jobs and the cost of living is still so low compared to, you know, Silicon Valley, Bay area, Seattle, and it's Montana. And yeah, it's really hard to be absolutely. Here. When I was up in Glacier this summer, I was working out of a, uh, the Montana coffee traders in Whitefish. And I met these two dudes mm-hmm. who were uh, like full-time tech freelancers. They spent like half the year, they spent the summer in Montana in the winters in Bali, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, see, I mean, that's that's one of those other things that, like, makes me think, like, if I can get into a firm that is, you know, like, almost fully remote and being able to do that that type of lifestyle, then I, I definitely entertain mm-hmm. it. But we'll see. I'm just, um, especially right now, it's, it's, again, it's really hard to plan three, four months out in the state of the world right now. So, Ask me that question again. Cool. We'll have you back on for uh, EPV part two. (laughs) All right. So next question. When you're 65 and you're retired, what does that ideal day of retirement look like? What are you doing? Sixty-five. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, I think I think we're gonna well, Zach, you might be in a different in a different boat, but like I think by the time different different, different <laughs> tax bracket. Zach might be on a different planet by then. <laughs> He's gonna be on Zach's gonna be, Zach's gonna, I'll just be chalking it up with Mars. Elon, dude, yeah. just playing checkers. <laughs> so if and when I retire, sure. we'll we'll start with that. Um, dude, honestly, I don't know. Everything I've heard from like my parents' friends that have retired are already so damn bored. Yep. Or like I have a few friends that parents parents have retired and they're like already getting jobs again. They just need so something bored. in, um, something to do. I I'd love to say that at the ripe age of sixty five, I'd still be into this like living on the road totally vision and maybe just snapping being a complete dad dog by then and just carrying a. 20 pound tripod oh, dude probably a couple go. tripods at that point yeah so i i don't know let's, let's just say let's just run with that like living out of a super nice mercedes winnebago and um just cruising around the states and canada and south america yeah, dude, and that's, can i join if i'm not on mars that is with you yeah on. yeah you'll just have to be in a different <laughs> van sounds good we'll have a fleet a fleet of electric mercedes yeah dude. And- yeah once once zach learns how to secure a um, oh, shots fired. <laughs> no. Welcome to the club, Brian. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, hold up. I do not have a quarantine, okay? Quarantine. Uh, we were over here twiddling our thumbs. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be tough cuz literally like it's it's advised against by like the United States government to like hang right. out with people. So I can't imagine like yeah. dating right now. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty much non-existent. That that's what's going on right now. Yeah. I, I feel for like you. I, I couldn't <laughs> like like my boy was already in a drought and then uh, Corona hit and now it's like he's in the Sahara, dude, and he's got he's got a thousand miles of sand in every direction. So he's just digging. He's just digging holes. 
Hi, I'm Zach Walker. <laughs> Hello, I'm Brian Explorers, and no one can understand me. <laughs> we're Not spiraling. You guys are spiraling far. The ship is sinking. We're we're far off topic. All right, so, Zach, segue. hit that segue button. All right, last finish. I feel like we're done with segue. Prey. We know what you like. Uh, we know what you're looking forward to. We're gonna move on to Vibe. So this this section's about you know. What are you really into in the current times? But first, what would you say is your favorite genre of photography right now? Doesn't have to be like photos that you take, but just like, what do you see and just get really stoked on? What makes me most excited is like a really simple Alpine scene mm-hmm. with Ooh. a person for scale. I just, and it, obviously it always comes down to colors for me. What's um, your favorite color? Favorite color is blue. I could have um, guessed shade, that. Shades of blue. Uh, yeah 50 shades of <laughs> yeah it's it's All a right. shade of glacial blue it's kind of been a favorite of mine i've always been a blue guy my entire life but seeing i it's gonna sound so cornball like welcome to cornball fc nathan <laughs> When I saw it, when I did actually lay my eyes on like my first glacial lake, which was you know three years ago, I it was insane. Like that color, you can't is, like, you, you can't, can't make that shit up. No, you really can't. So honestly, just kind of been inspired by the things I see. I I, I really do love to run with blues as much as I can. Going back to the actual question though, I I love a simple photograph, sometimes with or without a person in it. Um, and that whole thing can be overplayed, mm-hmm. especially um, on the gram these days. Sure. Like, yeah, obviously not into it if it's logged to Instagram <laughs> with a person with a you know with a folky blanket and a folky hat in a boat. Don't forget the, the fairy lights, dude. I think what separates the rest from the pack is if you pull up with an away briefcase at Lago. Away is one of our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. What is the favorite photo you've taken recently? Please self gas. Hit the like, comment, subscribe. What is it? And how do I put it on my wall? That's tough, actually. Yeah, you're um, coming off two solid months of travel. I bet. I bet you've got a whole hard drive just stuffed yeah. full of snacks. Yeah, I know. It's been tough, like, sorting, sifting through things lately. I I think favorite photo recently is, I I posted a couple days ago, it's of one of the huts that we stayed in. Yeah. Um, And we just had this, it was like this crazy, like, fog was coming through for, like, four or five hours. It wouldn't stop. And every once in a while, you get, like, a a glimpse of the sun would pop through. And then the sun was finally going down and just created this really just crazy, like, dreamy glow across the entire place and luckily enough i was i was um, high enough up on the the hill at that point to take a photo but yeah alani's just sitting on the deck and there's just this like beam of light coming through the clouds and you know the hut is just this crazy cool red color and just like looking back at that photo it just takes me right back to that moment in time and like the you know just the odds of us actually getting any light coming through and i was just so stoked when i saw it in person that it just means that much more to me when I when I look at the photo. Recently, I think that's one of my favorites. But my all-time favorite, um, Brian was was with me. I think it's got to be goat? the uh, no, it's the uh, the chalet and um, Chamonix. We hit it like right right while well, we were just walking on some random trail and came across this little cabin. Um, got it right at sunset and then right after sunset and those are two of my favorite photos that i've ever taken and probably always will be about those photos that you just love so much they just have like a 
said it best honestly on on instagram i rarely write long captions but anymore but now when i do i actually try to put some feeling into them and it was one of the the photographs that even i can look at and kind of be transformed and um there's some photos that people will take that really actually try to put me in that place and imagine the setting around it imagine the Uh everything that's happening and those are the ones that mean the most to me. I guess that kind of changes my last answer as well. My, my, I think my favorite style of photograph is when I can look at it and Im- immediately be placed in some sort of like daydream of exactly what's going on in that setting. Mm-hmm. And when I look back on those photos, I'm still in that zone. And I think that's why those will forever be at least top 10 photos for me. Yeah, dude. Forever. It's, I mean, I know exactly the photo you're talking about. It's, it's beautiful. Might have, might might have, have to hit to, a print. It's in, the, it's in the book, right? Might have it's to in pull that up. Pete Nathanson book. Am I am I wrong? Yeah, it's, I, a, it's a goddamn <laughs> classic. Yeah, I think the the sunset one is. I think the blue eye. Got it. One All right, isn't. so that's in. Um, in the, I think the blue hour one might actually Ooh. be my favorite, especially because it's in landscape and landscape photos. They are superior. They are okay. So that's a great segue to my next question. What is your favorite medium to share work? Prints, uh, website, ground, paper, snail mail. How do you love Twitter? Yeah, Twitter, <laughs> Medium, Wicker, <laughs> MySpace. <laughs> it's got. It's got to be Tumblr. Um, I always knew you were Tumblr, no, I, bro. I, I can easily answer that with print. It it just means so much more to me. Um, even, I mean, just printing my own stuff and having my own stuff around. My parents have ordered a ton of stuff. I'm not, I haven't been charging <laughs> them for it, obviously, because that would just be cruel. But they have a lot of my, my work up in the house. Just walking by that and seeing it every day that I'm here, it means so much to me. And it's just so cool to have tangible work. It, it reminds me a lot of, I, I'm a, I'm a um, millennial hipster, I guess, or sure. whatever. Um, and, I, and I have um, a turntable and some vinyl and that music, it mm-hmm. sounds better when you listen to it, I, but it, it doesn't like, I don't think scientifically doesn't, but just the fact that it's tangible, it's just, it just, it's so much different than something behind a piece Absolutely. of code. You know, it's different. Than There's just data. something like very um, special about being able to hold it in your hands, feel it like the physical paper how the ink is different on a paper than like on a screen. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. And it's just like when you, when you're printing too, it's, you're not just like dumping a ton of photos like you would on um, social media. You know, it's like you're, you're making like careful selects and careful edits and um, exports and Absolutely. all sorts of things. I think also, um, cause when you are printing so, a photo, like you're printing it to last for years, right? It's not just like this throwaway mm-hmm, thing on mm-hmm. the gram. So as you edit it, it's kind of about editing something in a timeless way. Yeah, exactly. Ideally, like, you know, like somebody's editing style is going to be timeless regardless of, of the timeline mm-hmm. itself. So hopefully I can achieve yeah, that. I think well. you do. Looks pretty, looks pretty damn good well, to me. You. Dude, you know what got me thinking before we move on? Like, kind of going off the print stuff. Man, the times I've gotten back um from trips and like sent film in and then gotten just like a load of prints Mm -hmm. back um like my favorite personal medium is like just looking through like prints with the people you travel for the first time after your trip yep 
such like a feeling of elation, man. It's crazy. Like it just, it puts you back so quick. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I totally feel that. I shot some film from the trip I went on with my family to Portugal um, this summer. And, you know, I, it, dude, we had some hot, hot frames in there. They're great. Yeah. It was, it's just fun. It, I mean, it doesn't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be filmed necessarily, but any, anymore in this day and it right. was like, it does like that waiting period doesn't happen with yep. anything else. So I think that's why, that's why film's so special to me. It keeps me in the um, moment. It's like, I don't, I don't worry about if I yeah, got the shot. I'm just like, well, I'm living, you know, I took a photo and now I'm moving yeah. on. Well, it's like, you have to like be careful yep. with your clicks and all that stuff too, which is super cool. It adds that extra aspect. And then you get that one shot that you're like, that might've yeah. been it. And then you have to wait for so long, you know, like, I guess, depending on how long, that role lasts you or how long you're going to take to send it in. But um, that's super cool. I, I think that that can't be recreated by anything else. So Brian, I, I totally agree with you on that. Next question. What is the number one photo trend you wish would just die tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What is, what is, what is not gas? Man, I, we were making jokes out of this on the trip. Um, people posing for for photos i think is it's hilarious how many people do this the most ridiculous things like so we we went up to roy's peak which everyone knows everyone knows roy's peak in new zealand um we went up there for sunset and there was like a queue like 30 <laughs> people waiting to take the exact same I, i'm not even joking 30 people waiting to take the exact same photo what's it like um, the on this little like, the wander babe like red jacket not so much there wasn't like weren't like a ton of like grammars up there like doing that thing but um everyone's out there like on this little pathway like holding their hands out like some titanic oh okay okay like things. trying to touch the flowers oh the titanic shot I, yeah i feel it yeah like it, it doesn't make any sense in the setting or anything like it's just like why are you doing <laughs> that um that's that's gonna be one of them i think another one is it's probably the the folk blanket it doesn't make any sense (laughs) if you're sitting on the rocks at pedo lake in banff on a blanket like why (laughs) like what is why why do you have a blanket it took you five minutes to walk up a hill from a parking lot why are you carrying a blanket and it's 70 degrees in september that's the thing because they're um, never anyway just sending shockwaves across the dude it's you know what i just realized they're not even like having a picnic they're just sitting (laughs) on the blanket like <laughs> they're literally sitting on it so that like maybe they don't get dirt on their buckle jeans or something. I don't know. Dog, you know what's wild? I thought that <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. No, it was it's just hibernating so for winter. Like it makes more sense. You put in your blundstones back in the closet and you pull out the folk blanket. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's probably the number one. That and just the, yeah. the weird poses. But at least at least that's not like a as influency of thing. Like people that are trying to be you know aesthetic aren't doing the stupid poses but um, yeah that's more of like an iphone type b exactly like world traveler yeah it's like it's know, like you like, show up to a yeah yeah you show I, up to I a famous place and you see a bunch of people in a line doing a pose and then you also get in line to do that same pose because they are yeah it's like putting your finger on like the eiffel tower or the leaning tower right, of right. or something you know it's like everyone's doing that, that's that's like um, good fact. culture but they're for, yeah for sure but i mean again like whatever makes totally. people happy like i at the end of the day i'm really not that butthurt about anything um 
think some things just make me shake my head a little more. Well than said. I, I think we're we're in sort of a different era of what's considered to be the norm of what what constitutes like a great photo or series of photos. Um, I think a couple of years ago, we were still like on this trend of just people entering the same spot zones and stuff like that. And like they would it would continue to get this like awkward amount of praise that was like, yeah, we've dude, we've fucking seen this. Why? Why is everyone gassing this? But yep. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, yeah. and like the worst part about that is uh, there's really not much that goes into those photos. Right. It's like you show up at Tunnel View at sunset at sunrise. You snap any photo, it's gonna look amazing. And like yep. people just right? go berserko in the comments, like not even. I wouldn't say as much today, but that like ah, that was just so weird. No, that yeah, I mean I, that one in specific, Tunnel View Sunrise, like it still gets so much praise. Like it's just I, I don't understand it. And like Zach, you just said, like you could roll up with any camera. You could roll up with an iPhone. You could roll up with a, a razor and get <laughs> pretty close to the exact same image like you can't really do it any differently than it's been done 3 million times. Um, I, I don't exactly. know. I, I'm in a, I'm in a position with that kind of stuff where like, if I'm going to Yosemite for, for, for my first time ever, I'm going to probably take that photo. Um, yeah, of course. Most likely I, for I myself, think but right. Like, I don't know. Like I went to New Zealand and I took a photo of the Wanaka tree and I felt like a complete gomer there. <laughs> but I'm really, but, but I'm really, really stoked on the photo I got out of it. Yeah, um, yeah. and it was cool also, to see. I mean, it, for yeah, sure. exactly. That's the thing. It's like these places are just—they're popular for a reason. They're—they're they're, you know freaking gorgeous. Yeah, and like that, we shouldn't like you know be like, oh, why did someone go to Tunnelview like on their third Yosemite trip? It's like, dude, yeah. I'm gonna go every trip to take a look. Yeah. Um, but, but posing yeah, the same it, image over and over and over again. And you've got people yeah. that post it, you know, like 20 times, the same one. Like literally Definitely. the exact same photo. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's not great. But I think, I think, think in the general I, sense, go, go ahead. Oh, okay. In the general sense, you are starting to see more of a, an art form coming out of, and it's not just Instagram either. Like it's, it's on people's websites, on Twitter, on any social platform, but you're starting to see more of an art and yeah. you're seeing more photo sets. You're seeing, um, photo books, photo books. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. I think people are starting to realize that, um, getting Instagram famous probably isn't really a, a cool thing. And so people that actually <laughs> like photo are sticking with it and doing their own damn thing. And I think that's really yeah. cool. Nate, do you have any uh, artists that you've, or photographers, I guess you could say, uh, that you found on the gram recently that you've uh, really dug their work? Yeah. Anyone yeah. new? Um, I guess not like super, super new. You guys know him, Sho Nomura. He is doing it so much, so differently, um, combination of photo and video, but just underwater stuff is just unreal. Dude, I've, I've gotten such an appreciation for talented videographers lately, man. And vi yeah, video in general. It takes a whole nother level. Like, it takes a different brain. It's because I am not yeah. that great at it myself. So. I'm I'm garbage. Yeah. I mean, I just have like such a huge appreciation for moving composition, right? Not just setting up a shot, but like understanding where it'll be at every part. Yeah. Every of second that, of that frame, right? Every second. Yeah. Every millisecond. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Show show yeah. kills it. Um, we we love show around here. Yeah. Well, and it's not. I guess I can't just like say he's so sick of underwater he's sick of everything um but the thing that like 
and his, his whole entire color palette is crazy. But the thing that um, definitely like doesn't speak to me, but like impresses me the most is uh, the underwater stuff. Cause that's just something I'm, I'm landlocked. I always have been. So I can't even imagine like the amount of effort that goes into that with holding your breath and, you know, just, it's so cool. Yeah. It's, it's, an, it's an another, it's an entire different world underwater. And that's something really that's even like made me think about trying it. Yeah. He's crushing it. And, He's definitely, I think, probably, like, top of the ballot. Yeah. Anybody else recently? There's a couple guys that are in New Zealand that are crushing it, for sure, that I found, I guess, pretty recently. Um, yeah, Harrison Camblin. I don't know if you're familiar with that name. Um, but I, I'm not, but I've, I'll definitely, if you send me a link, I'd love to check it out. Yeah, for sure. Surprisingly enough, like, New Zealand's, like, super, super touristy, but there's a lot of stuff there, like the backcountry huts that people, obviously it's, you can't drive to a backcountry hut. So it's not that blown up. Um, so yeah, um, I think he's, he's killing it. He takes on a whole nother level of photography in New Zealand. And I really just love New Zealand. So I've, I've been loving his work. Yeah, Nate. So, uh, just following along on, on Instagram, on your trip on New Zealand, like I don't ever think that, that country was on my radar before, but now like it definitely is just on the short list. When you were there and, and, and I guess back in Montana, something I've noticed is that music really does inspire you and in, like not only your creative process, but how you, um, how you experience things. Yeah. Can you like touch on like, you know, what kind of music do you like? And like when you're in these beautiful places, how, how does that help you relate to where you are? Yeah, for sure. I just like, I took this road trip after graduation, um, which was coming up on three years now. And I was by myself on this road trip. I just, it was like a, a soul, a soul search, you know, typical graduation type thing. And was just listening to music pretty much exclusively the whole time. I wasn't big in the podcast at that point. Um, so I was listening to a lot of the same music, which I'm actually pretty, I'm pretty okay with doing that. Um, just the same stuff over and over again started to really develop my taste in music on that road trip was I don't know it changed a good bit from just the just the standard like indie alternative like Ben Howard um, Gregory Allen Isakov which I'm still really into but also started to pick up this new stuff which is like uh, kind of like Odessa I'd say indie electronic or uh chill chill electronic kind of kind of vibe I'm not really a big like taste association person like if I have a certain um, drink or food or whatever it doesn't really take me back as much as music does so mm -hmm. i have i have these memories tied to a lot of songs um, one in specific is this song time is dancing by ben howard it's a long long song but i had heard it for the very first time when i was in um the canadian rockies up in banff and i put it on repeat i think for probably an hour and it was just that song looping over and over again i was just loving it while you were just blasting through the parkway. <laughs> yeah. In, in, my, in my Volvo station wagon that I was living out of for a month. Hot. Just, just ripping. Um, but now it's, it's just really cool because I still love that song. It's still one of my favorite songs. And every time I listen to it now, it brings me back to that exact moment. Like, I, I can remember everything vividly. I have this, like, very vivid memory of us waking up at some ungodly hour to go hike to Cracker Lake in Glacier like two summers yeah. ago. And I remember like basically waking up, climbing in the back of your car and then falling asleep again and waking up to like 
late night by Odessa, <laughs> just like playing as we like just cruise through the dark to that yeah. mic. And like for some reason that got stuck in my brain. And now every time I listen to that song, it like brings me back to like that memory and then like that hike. There's just something like incredible about it. It's it's funny because the song starts with like the, the like someone like turning a car yep. and like putting the yep. keys in and like the engine turning on and it always just takes me back right to that moment of us just like starting off on that hike yeah see dude that's exactly yeah. what i mean like by by like the tying it back in like there's I, I go through phases of music like everyone does but like so i'll listen on to some stuff on repeat for weeks or months at a time and so it, i can like associate it's super weird but there's this one song <clears throat> i'll just I'll, I'll make this as short as i can here but um there's a song by ben howard it's called time is dancing and it's this pretty long song i think it's like in the five to seven minute range might might be seven to nine but truly any, a lost art per- <laughs> <laughs> yeah seriously everything. having songs longer than three minutes it's two and a half minutes is like the money zone now <laughs> <laughs> but every time I hear it now, um, one of the first times I heard it was on that road trip that I took and the, the song came on and I actually, this was like, I think, like I just said, I think it was the first time I heard it. So I, I loved it when I first heard it. So I put it on repeat and it was on repeat for, I think probably an hour because I was just vibing out so hard. So now every time I hear wow. that song, I think of that exact point in time where I was driving the Icefield Parkway for the first time in my life. And it just means a lot to me. Um, and I think a lot of the music that I listen to has the same background story. Do you have any uh, six Spotify playlists you can hook us up with? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like this is a setup question. <laughs> we saw uh, you create Rocky's volume two. Yeah, I just published that shit. Um, yeah, actually, I, I have a couple uh, in line with the, the stuff that I just talked about. It's all kind of inspired by what I hear when I'm in, on the road and what I listen to when I'm on the road um, and spend most of my time in the Rockies. So aptly named um, two playlists, Rockies Volume 1 and Rockies Volume 2. Another fun thing that um, I like to do with music is kind of organize it. Super weird. I'm just a weird person. Um, so it's You're so both weird for liking music a lot. <laughs> so both of those playlists are in like a, a cool chronological order. Like if you listen from the top to the bottom, they kind of take you through this like, I'm going to get super heady with it, but through this like musical journey. Um, so it's, how many, it's, how many edibles you hit before the show? <laughs> Seven. Um, <laughs> that no, was the right zero. answer. <laughs> zero. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's pretty fun. It was fun to make and obviously don't have a lot to do right now. So I finished the, uh, the second version of that playlist series and I'm hoping to make a third here in the next couple of months. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to hold you accountable, man. I've been, I've been beta testing volume two for quite some time now. So I'm, I'm ready for some new. Oh, content. that's right. Yeah. So yeah, it was like, it was done, I think last winter, but I just never got around to organizing it. So. And you, guys, yeah. you finally completed your civic duty as an unemployed soldier. I did. Yeah. People, people were really getting pissed off at me. Dude, I got kind of pissed off when you organized it because I was so used to it being in a certain <laughs> way. And then I was like, what happened to this playlist? Yeah. No. Dude, uh, I got I to gotta, I gotta listen to that through um, one of these days here and see for myself. It sounds, sounds awesome, though. Yeah, yeah. Those are fun to make. And, yeah, those are the kind of the playlists I actually have on, on repeat even today. You know, like 
driving or whatever I'm doing. So still the same stuff that I've been yeah. listening to. Yeah. It it quickly became my commuting playlist and uh, has stayed like that for up until uh, I was no longer commuting. That's awesome. I, that's super yeah. cool to hear. Pour, pour one out in the air when yeah. you can afford it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nathan, so we're, we're basically through this joint here and um, thanks, thanks for joining us. But before you leave, we want to leave the listeners with one quote or just kind of piece of advice that you live by on a day-to-day basis. Um, did you have something in mind that you wanted to share? Yeah, for sure. Um, I had a, a professor in college, I think my sophomore year. Um, it was kind of his like parting words to us as the semester ended. Um, cause he was like, a not lower level, but for, freshman, sophomore, um, kids. So we weren't going to have him again as a professor. So he was like, you know, giving us his, his wise wisdom words and told us that wasn't a very, that wasn't a very wise thing to say. Was it (laughs) wise wisdom words? (laughs) Quote. He was giving us some wise wisdom words. So what, what he said to us on our way out was, um, just to never get comfortable um, in, in the situation that you're in, in your twenties, especially. And that consists of like trying to move or shift things around every two years, if you can, um, if, if you're, you know, able to do so. And that honestly has translated so well into, I didn't think it would when I graduated, I wasn't like, all right, ready to get the hell out of here. Like professor said, you know, I was like super timid. I was like kind of comfortable where I was. But then like the two year mark came around after graduation and I was like already too comfortable. And I started thinking about it and I was like, maybe he's right. Like maybe I need to just get the hell out of here. And so I did. And I made myself uncomfortable. But in that process, like it's, it's been like the best thing that I've done. Granted, I'm still in Montana. Like I didn't move to Florida. I didn't switch my situation around completely. It's good but that you didn't. I'm glad I didn't for sure. You um, would have been a Florida man. Yeah. Florida. Nobody, nobody <laughs> wants to be the Florida man, whether it's, you know, like it's something as simple as like the way you get to work in the morning. And <clears throat> that sounds stupid, but there was a point in my last job or two jobs ago where I was seriously like I'd wake up, I do my same morning routine every morning and I drive to work and I would almost not remember how I got to work because I was <laughs> so like in Damn. this zone of like how I was getting to work. So I started driving a different way and it's just like that kind of stuff just keeps your brain churning and it's just really good for you. Um, it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to move cities every two years. You don't have to, you know, do something completely ridiculous every two years, but like just keep things changing and you're going to grow more as a person than you ever thought you would. And And I'm really glad that, um, I took that advice and I've been making changes and making myself uncomfortable. Yeah, man. I, I I did something very similar to you, actually, along those lines. When I was living in San Francisco, my first go around, I started bike commuting to and from work as opposed to taking like public transportation. Right. I started doing it and just saw so much beautiful shit to and from work because San Francisco is incredible. Yeah, um, for sure. Such, such a beautiful city. But then I had... Especially on the bike. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. And then I had this idea on my work commute to bring along like a point and shoot film camera. And just like you said, started taking different routes to work, going, going to work. It w- I wouldn't change it up too much because I would always inherently be late. 
Um, so I wouldn't have as much time, but definitely going home, I would always find myself getting sidetracked, looking at cool cars parked in front of beautifully architected homes and all this stuff. And it just, I don't know, opened my world up to just appreciating so many small things and breaking out of my normal routine. And it just, it felt so good and refreshing. And, um, it was like a slight dose of making, you know, making myself pushing myself out of my comfort zone that just made a big impact on my day-to-day life so i i like i i definitely resonate with your professor's parting words and all that stuff finding finding a way to be comfortably uncomfortable is like the key zone yeah absolutely and i think the reverse of that is comfortable should be uncomfortable you should get <laughs> like no but but seriously like, again i i i like that though that, that's cool yeah so so yeah, that's that's what I've got for you guys. So one final uh, final question for you. As a part of the show, we are gonna be asking you to rate your experience on the uh, the vibrations Richter scale. Think of this is a think of this as a Yelp review, but of a Richter scale, if you will. How would you say this this podcast? This went? was quite an experience. I'm super stoked to to have joined you guys. Um, and are we following like proper Richter scale here? Like a five is like pretty considerable. Like your shit's shaking and like a seven people are dying kind of thing. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. I'm actually not too familiar with the <laughs> you do your research. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're call it the Richter scale, right? <laughs> like you should, you should probably know your shit. Well, uh, with that, bearing that in mind, I think this is a fantastic, fantastic time. And I would give it a 6.9. Oh wow! So you definitely okay. killed some people. So I, I we're definitely toppling some buildings. <laughs> Good choice. With that, thanks for being uh, our first guest on Eat, Pray, Vibe. Really appreciate you imparting us with some wisdom, your creative process, and where you where you see yourself in the next couple of years. Yeah, I think that's it. Do we sign off now? Thanks for your undivided attention during this week's All Hands meeting. A couple things before we let you go. Please make sure you're following us at Eat, Pray, Vibe for company-wide announcements and info about next week's Lunch and Learn. If you or anyone you know would like to touch base with co-founders Brian and Zach, please shoot us a private message on Instagram at Eat, Pray, Vibe. And last but not least, to help us climb the corporate ladder of success, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And leave a glowing five-star review if the vibes are hitting today. Cheers. Cheers.